Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. So it's all the buzz on the Netflix. I initially thought it was Hulu for some strange reason. I don't know. But Netflix came out with this uh, docu-series called Dahmer. Um, So many things to unpack, quite honestly. However, let's just get to the preliminary. So Dahmer is a series that is, like I said, premiering or has premiered on Netflix. It's starring Evan Peters, who plays Dahmer. Nisi Nash Betts, um, or is it Bettis? Um, Nisi Nash, <laughs> who plays the, she actually plays a combination of two people. Um, one lady who I believe was a teenager at the time who initially reported, um, one of Dahmer's victims who was, I believe, the Laotian young man who was unfortunately killed and plays the neighbor who essentially is trying to get the police to do something so they just combined two characters into one uh for whatever reason i guess one character didn't have enough of a storyline i don't know their reasoning behind it anywho so nisi nash is also in the film or the docuseries technically and quite honestly when i initially saw the preview for it for some strange reason this overwhelming sense of doom as well as just uneasiness came over me because I'm usually like okay let's check out this new Netflix series everybody's talking about it let's see what's popping what's going on with it I'm usually like that but this one for some strange reason just kind of hit me in the heart and I'm just like ah nah I'm not watching this this don't feel right and that can be for many of things. It can be because Evan Peters has been very good at playing a psychopath in the past as well as in that tiny little clip. And shout out to him because he's a great actor. I hope he's getting therapy because all these roles he plays can't be good for his mental. But anywho, I saw the preview, the little snippet, and I was just like, nah. And even when I was talking to a co-worker, I was like, eh, maybe I'll watch one episode and then judge from there. Nah, I'm not going to do it. So a couple of things. Apparently on TikTok, there's this whole kind of influx of, for the most part, white influencers or just people who have a TikTok account who were talking about, oh, I watched the whole series in one sitting and I didn't get, you know, I didn't, I thought they should be more gore. I thought there should be more details about what happened. I don't know what everyone's talking about. It's not that bad. And etc. So the problem with that is a lot of these people, like I said, are of the Caucasian persuasion. And a lot of them, I'm feeling a certain type of way about it because as a white person are you that desensitized about black drama because i am not 
as a black woman, I am not desensitized from black trauma. The reason why I don't want to watch this, the reason why I didn't want to watch the Emmett Till story, neither movie, because it came out with two in the past year or so. The reason why I don't watch a lot of things that the plot story or, you know, the whole basis of the film or TV show is about black trauma because we haven't really gotten over it. Shit like this is still happening under our noses. And a lot of it is not being reported. A lot of it is not, you know, stuff that is on mainstream media. But if you keep your eyes and ears open, if you have a social media account and if you know what to search for you know you know what's going on in the world so it's a little unsettling that a lot of these white people on tiktok are like i don't see the big deal you don't see the big deal because either you are desensitized to black trauma or you're just an obtuse goose but two of those things can exist in the same category right I'm just kind of concerned because I get to a certain extent what they were doing with this story. They were trying to kind of make it well known because a lot of people in this younger generation don't know who Dahmer is. So to enlighten them on who he was because he's dead, he got fucking stomped out in 94 by another um, inmate. But anywho, a lot of people don't know in this generation, like Gen Xers or whomever, don't know who he is so you're kind of making lights or you're making sure that they know who he is i don't know why you really need to let anybody know who he is um but what what is happening is they're not giving a shit about the actual story they're not giving a shit about the victims they're just like blood and gore oh my god so cool i would love to watch it you know they're not getting the actual story and the only solace I can get from this actual Netflix series is that it doesn't really it does to a certain extent it doesn't really highlight Dahmer himself it focuses more on the actual victims in their story which I appreciate because not a lot of people knew it because of the fact that Dahmer decided to go against the marginalized people not only black and brown people but people a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And obviously with that, he got away with it for so long because back in, what was that, the 70s or 80s? I forget. You know, they don't do much for those marginalized communities now. Just think about back then when they had, you know, traditional values of what a home should look like. A man as a husband, a woman as a wife, kids, dogs, white picket fence, shit like that. So, yeah, the police weren't doing anything. The police apparently let him go because one of the judges, or the judge let him go, excuse me, because the judge thought he reminded him of his son, so he let him go. So, there's all that, and there's also the fact that Netflix themselves didn't really get, you know, the okay from the victims. They didn't run it past them. Not the victims, the victim's family, excuse me. They didn't run it past them. They didn't say, hey, you know, heads up, we're doing this, you know, the series about Jeffrey Dahmer. I know you had a family member who was killed 
buy this guy do 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 they didn't do any of that they just kind of got the actors got the story posted it on netflix so there's a lot of that and a lot of the families are obviously traumatized because they're seeing their reliving this all over again and obviously this is not something that you get over the traumatic murdering and sometimes our wording rhymes with grape and the mutilate mutilization of a loved one you don't get over that that's not something that's just like okay well this happened let's move on you learn to live with it like most stages of grief you don't get over it it just becomes slightly very slightly easier as time goes on but then you have these waves of emotion out of nowhere um when you're dealing with someone who has passed on like people that i know have that have passed on i'm like oh i'm cool i'm cool and then all of a sudden you just start bawling for no reason so i understand from a grief perspective how that goes and just seeing this again bro i would lose my shit I would completely lose my mind. So I initially, because I love Niecy Nash and Evan Peters is cool. Um, I initially was going to watch it until I saw that preview, until I got these like spidey senses tingling. And I was just like, I'm good. But a lot of people are still not getting it. They're still on some, I don't understand why people are in such an uproar. Of course, those people, a lot of those people don't have a lot of melanin in their skin. I'm just saying that's the common denominator that the majority of the people who are not seeing the fact that this series may be problematic don't really understand how as black people we are constantly being subjected to traumatic experiences like I said earlier the Emmett Till story I remember when I was a kid when I think in the 90s quite honestly is when I heard Emmett Till story for the first time and back then they didn't give a fuck (laughs) now stuff is a lot more censored right now but Back in those days, they showed Emmett Till in the casket. They showed his mutilated body at the request of his his mom. Was like, open the casket. I want to see. I want everyone to see what these motherfuckers did to my kid. And they had pictures, and I was traumatized. I'm like talking about it now, and the image is implanted in my head. So that shook me to the core. And then learning, you know the details of the crime that was even worse and I forget the name the well there's Ahmed Aubrey but um before him there was a gentleman an older gentleman who was chased down and tied to the back of a truck and dragged for miles to the point where when they were recovering his body They needed to go on that road and collectively pick up his body parts. I don't even want to look up the story to tell you the name of this individual. He deserves to have a name. Um, He deserves to be acknowledged, but I literally don't want to go on the internet right now and look up his name because I don't want 
any more details from what I already know about that story. And it's just like, how... (laughs) This is going to be a hot take. That's why I paused for a second. How is it, but I'm going to say it anyway. How is it that black and brown people, specifically black people, let's keep it a buck, black people, are supposed to, you know, get over it, quote unquote. You know, slavery was 400 years ago. Let's just step over it and, you know, strive to be better and do X, Y, and Z and you do, 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 do. But fatalities that were primarily done to white people, like the Holocaust or mass tragedies that dealt with the most the casualties primarily being white people we're still talking about them to this day and they happened millions of years ago an over exaggeration on the amount of years but you get what i'm saying but when shit happens to us in modern day as well as what happened in back of the day like um black wall street and stuff like that oh that was years ago you need to get over it Boop, 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 boop. But we still, and that stuff is not even in the history books, certain history books. You have to search for that. But I can literally probably go into a high school history book and find details in what happened during the Holocaust. We still talk about that. But God forbid we want to talk about what happened during slavery, what happened with Emmett Till. What happened with Black Wall Street? What happened with a lot of stuff that happened in Birmingham, Alabama? Yeah, we are you just supposed to get over that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why we need to continuously over and over and over relive such traumatic experiences when it comes to our history. Because as much as and as horrible as it is, it's world, or I should say American history. And that's not being taught. And like I said, yes, to a certain extent, we don't want to hear about these stories. But at the end of the day, what? Why not teach the other generations so they are not completely obtuse like this generation who's like, I sat down and watched the Jeffrey Dahmer story in like one afternoon while drinking a white claw and eating some smart pop or whatever the hell (laughs) whatever whatever snacks that people snack on when they watch awful shit like the Dama story but yeah I just don't get it call me crazy call me out there call me whatever you want but there's definitely a double standard when it comes to shit like this. But yeah, I'm good on a Dahmer story. I'm not like a murder mystery type of person. I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch Unsolved Mysteries a lot. But that scared the shit out of me because a lot of the times when I watched it, it was when my mom was at work or she was out late and I was home alone. And I would literally, you would see me like check the door. <laughs> I would lock the door. I would close the curtains. I was like, nope. And this was Unsolved Mysteries. The story could have taken place in like Arizona. And here I am in New York, New York City kid, latchkey kid, sitting up there watching it, like scared out of her mind, thinking that someone's going to break into her house. 
But yeah. Um, if it's fictional, if it's just some shit that has never happened and it's not based on true events, then I'll watch like a murder mystery movie. But this whole shit that has happened to black and brown people and the atrocities and the fact that it highlights the fact that the police department around the world is just real flippant about black trauma and black incidents yeah i'm good on that i think i'm 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 good on that thank you so much though you know i appreciate it thanks Good morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes, dudes, ghouls, gals, non-binaries, and everything in between. This is Janine, and you're listening to Noir Nope. Hope you had a pleasant weekend. <sighs> my weekend was chock full of buffoonery, hence the reason why this uh, podcast is a day late, but never a dollar short, swalling. Uh, but yeah, so I hope you all are doing well. It's officially sweater weather which I probably mentioned in the last podcast, but I'm very excited about it. Like I said in the last podcast, autumn is my summer, okay? And we only get about, what, two weeks of autumn, fall. So let me just revel in this cool, crisp temperature, if you will. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm saying oh, no, because something spilled on my my freaking comforter what the fuck that's why i get for not paying attention okay um full discretion um i had a training yesterday at work um can't give details in regards to what the training is for but um they gave out like these tiny little like prizes and stuff like that and one of them was like slime and those like round circular tube thingies and I don't know what it is about maybe it's like a texture thing or maybe it's a little of an anxiety thing or just like you know how those kids love those what is it those pop things like those um I don't even know what they're called they're like oh they have a fidgets like those fidget spinners and then those little pop thingies um I don't know what it is about like slime and if you're old enough in my generation, like GAC or any of those type of textualized things, I love those. I don't know why, but I just like squishy things in my hand. I think it might be like, I don't know, maybe it's a childhood thing, but yeah, I just love those. And I got one that's like this bluish kind of ocean color. And I left a cap off and now it's all over my comforter. So yeah, imagine dealing with something of this nature at the big age of 38 years old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. It seems to seems to be off. It's not like it's water or anything that's absorbent, but still annoying. Anywho, getting back to <laughs> what I was talking about. Anywho. Um, yeah, so I hope you all had a good weekend. Um, a lot of shit was happening this weekend in New York City. Mad bus detours and route changes and schedules, which made my like 20 minute errand two hours due to the fact um, 
I basically just went to Target and Whole Foods and Bear Burger. Shout out to Bear Burger. Bear Burger always slaps. Never disappoints. A little pricey. But I don't know. When it comes to food, I will spend an obscene amount if it's good. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Bear Burger. I love their burgers. They're so good. And they have so many options. They have vegan options. They have vegetarian options. Just an all around good place. I really think they should change their, their recipes for their um, milkshakes, like the vegan milkshakes from almond milk to oat milk. I know oat milk is more, probably more expensive, but almond milk has this weird taste, this weird aftertaste. It's basically just blanched almonds, quite honestly, blanched almond water, but they don't taste as good. You know what I'm saying? Oat milk will always be the goat. Oat is the goat. Um, that low key might be the title of this podcast. Oat is the goat. (laughs) But yeah, a little rant about just me being my usual random self anywho um like i said it's weather weather i low-key want a black denim jacket from the gap the gap is playing games because i don't know is it the it's the gap it's old navy it's banana republic they're pretty much the same company athletica i believe is in there um they are I don't know who told them it was a good idea to use, I think it's laser ship as their primary um, courier when it comes to their packages. Laser ship does not give a fuck. They will ring your bell and then throw your shit in the hallway. They won't come to the door. They'll just be like, I delivered it. Gotta go. So that's just an indication on how low key some of the gaps quality has gone down but the last jean jacket i bought from them was actually really good you can't really fuck up a jean jacket too much unless it's like made out of i don't know cardboard (laughs) but yeah i kind of want a black jean jacket seems like it would go with way more stuff but yeah so i hope you all are doing very very well hope you all are adjusting to this weather accordingly because it kind of dropped out of nowhere i'm glad i know a lot of people are like no it's too cold too soon ah get over it this happens every year the fact that people are always surprised that when the weather drops late september early october they're just like oh my god the weather drops so quick no this happens all the time hold on taking a sip of tea <clears throat> but yeah it happens every year do you like have the attention span of a goldfish on crack to not remember that this happens on a yearly basis all the time? It used to be way back in the day when I was, cause my birthday is in September, like the second week of September. And shout out to my fellow Virgos, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Virgo season goes so fast. Like next thing you know, it's Libra season. Those goddamn Libras. They're probably changing into their third outfit of the day. Anyway, um, I feel like it goes so fast, but I also feel like when I was a kid, it was real cool during my birthday. It was definitely sweater weather, hoodie weather, jacket weather when it was my birthday as a kid. But now it's hot as hell still. So that kind of sucks. Thanks a lot, global warming. But it's all good. 
I should just be counting my lucky stars that I'm blessed to enjoy another year on earth as well as my mom she's like in her 70s so for her to even be around when her sister she had three are no longer around um is a blessing quite honestly and I'm really trying to be on some happier vibe because yeah depression is whack like you can have everything going on for you and you're still just not feeling it (laughs) and I haven't been clinically diagnosed but if you read the symptoms online they're very akin to what I go through on a regular but like I was saying um due to a lot of things that I'm doing health-wise it seems to be alleviating some of the symptoms and it seems to be going seems to be getting better so shout out to all the people who are probably feeling the same way um there was a young lady actually I'm gonna look it up real quick because I believe it was one of my videos in my not my videos that I posted on YouTube I don't post on YouTube but one of the videos that I've actually watched in passing on YouTube I'm just gonna go to my watch later or history actually because there's this one girl who literally spoke about the same exact thing I've gone through and went through or I'm going through and it was just like it's so low-key reassuring to know that you're not alone going through these motions because sometimes when you're going through stuff you feel like no one else is going through it you feel like kind of like this unicorn of emotions where no one is really going through the same thing as you and then all of a sudden you're talking to a friend or you watch a video on YouTube or whatever the case may be and people are talking about how they're going through something that's pretty much kind of like a mirror of what you're going through and you're like okay I'm not alone it's even more reassuring when you see someone that looks like you going through the same thing like a black woman or whomever you or however you identify it's reassuring to know that these things are coming from all facets quite honestly honestly excuse me um but yeah I'm just looking for the video right now because it was heartbreaking obviously but it was also reassuring that it was something oh actually I'm not going to talk about that we're going to talk about that later later just a later later okay here it is somebody please tell me why life has to be so hard like i'm mentally struggling so hard right now so i'm about to be extremely vulnerable because i just feel like i need someone to talk to and even if i get like two views on this i don't really care because i feel like i'm talking and it's just helping me first of all depression sucks okay i mean a lot of people deal with depression and A lot of people handle it differently, but it's, it sucks. I've been in therapy for almost a year now and it's helped me a lot, but I still feel like I'm 
broken, I guess. The first time I ever was in therapy, I told her that I constantly see myself as like a Robin Williams. Like, I'm the happy one, the goofy one, always like wanting to make people laugh and smile, but deep down, like, I'm struggling. I go home sometimes and I isolate myself and I'm just like, nobody likes me, like, I'm gonna be alone forever, uh, my, everybody lies to me, like, why, what's my purpose in life? I'm constantly battling just to be here, you know? But it gets just so much worse when you have health problems, which I'm an overall really healthy person, but then I have something that I can't even control. Like, I literally had brain surgery two months ago. I had zero income coming in because I couldn't get anything from my work. I couldn't get anything from disability, nothing from unemployment. And the reason why I'm so upset right now is because I just got back from an an appointment to get a personal loan just to help me through the next couple of months so that I can go back to work soon. I can't work because I had a seizure. Uh, I can't drive for six months because I'm an EMT. Can't drive an ambulance and have a seizure. Long story short, I got denied because I have zero income coming in right now except for little small gigs that I'm doing. Um, And I just now started going back to work doing events. I'm constantly trying to tell myself that, like, I have a pretty good life. Yeah, I have struggles, but there are people that have so much more going on than me. But also, my feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. Whatever you're going through, it hits everybody differently, and it's frustrating, and you have valid reasons to cry and be sad. Like, I'm a good person. I have a big heart. I want to help people, like, all this stuff, but I am constantly lied to, not good enough for people, like... I, people are sneaky with me and this is just family friends relationships you know people are just liars anyways I can't say everything I want to say because there's not enough time but I'm trying to trust the universe I'm a good person I deserve a lot and I'm just patiently waiting for my chosen family and whoever wants to be in my life that's a good person so that was from um, tiktok user black sheep 9395 And I came across that video, I want to say two days ago, maybe a day ago. And it was just like so much of that resonated with me, especially when you, the Robin Williams syndrome, I don't necessarily find myself wanting to like make people laugh a whole bunch and yada, yada, yada. I do find myself deflecting when it comes to my humor. Like if someone asks me a serious question, I'll just say something funny and then it usually deflects the conversation to something else. Um, a lot of times when people ask me direct questions or personal questions about myself, I would just kind of, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like when you, like, for example, if someone asked me, hey, what you got going on this weekend? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe set some fires, throw some grenades at a, a local I don't even know what to say right now, (laughs) but like throw some grenades off the roof and I would say some outlandish shit to basically say, oh, to basically deflect on the fact that I'm not doing anything. I'm probably just going to stay in bed all weekend and maybe watch some TV, maybe do some laundry, maybe mostly because I don't have that much of an active social life, which is fine by me, but a lot of people will consider that boring and God forbid people find me boring even though I, people classically 
consider me funny god forbid people find me boring or god forbid find me people find me old or god forbid i don't get a reference that my younger counterparts um we're talking about god forbid i am out of loop in regards to anything so there in terms of me there's a lot of deflecting there's a lot of me just how are you you know me pushing the conversation back onto the person who initiated it mostly because again I don't have a lot of stuff popping off and I always feel like at my big age I should have a lot more going on um and also just because it's just simpler that way it's just simpler that way a lot of times I find myself befriending people and when I just slightly put that wall down just a little bit and they do something disappointment or disappointing excuse me it's just like well that's my problem that's what I get for opening up that's what I get for trusting people and that's what I get for x y and z I totally blame myself for you know being open to other people and being that person who basically decided to let someone in and it backfired. Um, with the exception, actually, I wouldn't even say an exception. Instead of doing that, I should just basically be a lot better when it comes to vetting everyone. Friends, even family, even though the only family I have is my mom. The only family that I communicate with, let's make that clear. When it comes to friends or I don't date, so not really dating world or anyone I was marginally interested in dating just someone I have a passing attraction to so yeah it's always one it's always that stuff this got real deep and I apologize if y'all was not trying to go this deep if you just want to like laugh and giggle and hear my commentary on stuff but that video kind of completely resonated with me because there's this woman who if I was walking down the street and she was walking up the street, I'd be like, wow, she's really pretty. She looks like she has it all together. She looks like she has her life situated. And it just goes to show you, you know, not everything is what it seems. A lot of times. Um, a co-worker, we were having like our nightly, if you, in my company, if you are someone who is closing or in the closing shift at the end of the shift, we do a little powwow and not to get into too many details but it was in regards to our performance and he basically said he was like the manager um for our shift and he said you need to put anything that you're going through outside leave it on the outside i've come to my shift happy go lucky and, you know, smiling and saying hi to everybody. And y'all have absolutely no idea what's going on on the outside. I could be in the worst mood because X, Y, and Z happened on the outside. But I don't bring that to work. You know what I'm saying? I don't bring it to work. Because I know in terms of my performance, that's going to affect my performance. And then that's not going to reflect well on any reviews that we have in the future. So y'all need to do that or this store is not gonna last very long so he didn't say all that but he said a good amount of what i said but in a different way 
So where does that leave me or anyone like me? Like this young lady in the video? Is it a compartmentalizing that I need to focus more on? Or is it just getting my shit together in my personal life? Or is it just completely becoming oblivious to everything that's happening? Self-medicating? Um, finding other outlets and resources to do things? It's just like, what do you do? And she said she was going to therapy, which is really good. Um, and another thing what she said in a video, like she feels like no one likes her. People are constantly lying to her. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, I'm saying um a lot and I apologize for that. But yeah, it's not good, but it's also reassuring that people are going through the same shit. But it's like, if we're all going through the same thing, that means we're all doing the same thing. So who's going to be the person who says, you know what, enough is enough. I'm going to be a genuine person. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to be a piece of shit. I'm going to treat people with respect. I'm not going to lie and cheat and steal from people. Who's going to be that catalyst? Who's going to be the person who decides not to be that person? And then all of a sudden a wave of individuals decide to take on the same persona I don't know I don't know it's just a lot I know this world is going through a lot and another thing that she said um that I do a lot is sometimes when I'm going through it's just, it could be minute to you or any other person but it might be a big thing to me and I try to say to myself oh you know it's not that bad you have a roof over your head you have clothes on your back you have food in your belly a lot of people don't have that and she basically said yes this is true but your feelings are valid too and everybody's gonna go through just things differently they're gonna they're gonna feel different ways about different things and that's what I struggle with too I struggle with the fact that yes there are people in worse situations but Sometimes your own feelings are valid. Not sometimes, all the times. <laughs> your feelings are valid. And you need to be the type of person who... Who takes in effect that your feelings are valid so you can actually deal with them. Because what happens is you're dealing with your emotions, right? And you're like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But what sometimes happens is that it kind of blows up into something else you kind of push it down and push it down and push it down it's kind of like a garbage can right any of the trash or any of your emotions the trash being your emotions you're pushing it down pushing it down you can only push it down for so long until that trash can pops open and then you have an even bigger mess on your hands you know what i'm saying so you can sit there and say i I'm going through all this stuff, but it's not that bad. Push it down. Oh, yeah, my car won't start. But, you know, there's people without a car. Push it down. Oh, you know, the person that I like doesn't like me. They like somebody else who phenotypically does not look like me. But, you know, it's not that bad. Push it down. 
So you're pushing down all this stuff instead of addressing it head on. It's going to end up blowing up in your face. And you don't want that. I don't want that. So it's definitely, it's definitely something to consider. And I feel like because I watch videos like this a lot, that it ends up, you know, being recommended on YouTube a lot. First of all, when it comes to YouTube, if you are a black woman, please follow her name is Sheila True Love. She has some great videos. They're mostly repost on from TikTok to uh, YouTube, but a lot of her stuff just resonates with me and a lot of black women. So Sheila True Love is is great. Um, feel free to subscribe to her on YouTube. But yeah, I just wanted to dump that on (laughs) y'all. I apologize if that was a little bit too much. Don't worry. Maybe I'll bring this topic up over um, the course of podcasts, but not on every podcast, obviously. But I just wanted to, you know, bring that out. Okay, we move on. Uh, Halloween is coming up. I was going to dress up as Storm, but I'm not working because our company has like a Halloween contest and I'm not working that day so it's so funny like last year I wasn't prepared at all because it was my first year um and I initially thought oh yeah I'll participate but I I wasn't feeling it last year and I only slightly regret it because only like five or six of my co-workers dressed up but anywho um this year I was uh, last year I was not prepared at all this year I was prepared and I'm not even working because the schedule is already out for people who are working so and a couple of people asked me if I was going to work but I was like nah a couple of people asked if they wanted if I wanted to switch shifts I was like eh it might be for a reason I'm not working on Halloween so let me just stay home and watch you know the great pumpkin Charlie Brown and eat some candy corn psych I hate candy corn tastes like candles um yeah so there's that I hope you guys have a safe and happy Halloween obviously I'm gonna have podcasts before Halloween but if you don't listen to any more of these podcasts totally understandable and I hope you have a pleasant Halloween uh oh girl or guy I don't know who's listening there Oof! how can I put this in a nice way? I can't. Okay, so a couple of things are happening. I don't know, maybe it's this Libra moon we're in or this Libra season, but a lot of cheaters have been, they've been exposed. Nia Long's fiance exposed that Try Guy guy, which I don't watch Try Guys anymore. I feel like that's very circa 2019 uh buzzfeed but apparently they're very popular but try guy guy who got the dude who kept talking about how much he loved his wife and everything that he did every video that he posted was cheating on a co-worker child um the doofiest dorkiest looking one (laughs) who would just 
sit there and boast about how much he loves his wife is the main one child i'm sick of these men stay single live better walmart um the knee alone situation i'm gonna be i i'm gonna keep it 100 with you the fact that y'all been engaged for 10 years should have been a deal breaker first of all knee along y'all know and i know i probably talked about this before yeah it doesn't matter i'm gonna talk about it again it doesn't matter how beautiful successful you are these men's they will pick up a woman who looks like she can't be fed after midnight and have dealings with them because it's not about the looks apparently it's about the opportunity and just the overall horniness i i guess but yeah shorty that he cheated with on Nia Long. she's not ugly but i'm of course she's a white woman jesus christ um but yeah was it that i think it was marlon waynes who came out recently and was like nia you you should you should really try to work work it out with him because <laughs> you know if the shoe was on the other foot if she was out here doing the damn thing every motherfucker would be like no you need to leave her no she plays you she was she a gold dicker she don't get you for money for you know if the shoe was on other foot those dusties would be out of pocket out of pocket so i don't even know why we as women are always encouraged to take the men back after they cheat you got me fucked up because not only did you step out of the marriage in this case the relationship and committed adultery went against your vows you made me susceptible to a lot of shit you dealing with her but she could be dealing with a whole bunch of other people and they could be dealing with a whole bunch of people and you could be bringing something home that i can't cure even if you bring something home that you can cure you shouldn't be bringing anything home because you should be faithful and if you don't want to be faithful you don't want to be with me and if you don't want to be with me leave me alone leave me alone and it's not a situation where this man doesn't have any money now i'm saying it's not a situation where this man needs housing because a lot of men just cheat and cheat and cheat on women that they're with because they probably can't get a, a fucking lease in their name they're probably using a woman because her lease is probably in her name White Bill is probably in her name. Connor is probably in her name. She gets puss- pissed off at you cheating and leaving. You're homeless. This is not the case with this guy. It's probably just a, a power thing. You know, hey, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm one of the managers for the Boston Celtics, you know? <laughs> you know, some men are just as faithful as opportunity allows them to be if you know what i mean so yeah i would hope nia will just walk away from this situation but i get why she wouldn't dating makes my ass itch quite honestly because you get to know a person and there was another video another 
I want to say it's from Sheila True Love from TikTok. Uh, this woman was talking about how she was talking to this guy for a couple of weeks. They planned, emphasis on the word plan, they planned on dating or going out on a date, right? And the day of, she hits him up and was like, hey, what time did you want to meet at X, Y, and Z? And he unmatched with her. Like you build up all this momentum, all this hope, all this, you know, all this, what's the word I'm looking for? Hope and enthusiasm for this date. You have this state that had so much promise and so much to look forward to and then and I know it happens with men too I'm not a man so I can't speak about that before y'all be on some well men go through this too I don't give a shit I'm not talking about it anyway you put all this hope and this this determination and all this stuff when it comes to dating just for it to be fizzled out like a fucking candle that ran out of a out of wick you know what i'm saying you know she had her hopes up and all that other stuff and she was like you know what at this point i'm done because the whole thing is just exhausting getting to know someone learning someone you know spending time with someone all for them to just be like eh and then walk away from the situation that would piss me the fuck off and it has happened to me a couple of times and I'm just not here for it if I do decide to be in another relationship that's going to be my last and if that doesn't work out bet I'm getting me a couple of dogs I'm getting me a nice apartment and I'm just gonna do my thing that's it if you heard about this ridiculous story about B. Simone and then Yellow Bone Lay um, apparently here's the rundown so B. Simone and Danny Lay were I guess at one point acquaintances because their common denominator was the baby um, if you're not familiar with the baby he's a rapper apparently who can't even sell a 500 seated audience in Louisiana so they had to cancel the show because a lot of you rappers out here thinking you hot for the long run but you're just hot for our season but we'll get into that a little later anyway i'm sure you all know the story about denny lay who got played on live with her child got kicked out of the house by her baby daddy the baby and from there she's gone on to i guess play the victim and I say play the victim because the writing was on the wall when it came to this man. You already knew he wasn't shit. He tried to play his um, other baby mama, his first baby mama, and came out with that tacky ass song, Yellow Bones, Buddy Bugs. Uh, a, you're not a yellow bone because yellow bone is a phrase or term used for relatively um, light skinned black women with kind of like yellow undertones to their skin. You're not black you are a white dominican let's keep it 100 i don't care if you scream afro latino on top of on top of anything on top of a mountain on top of the fucking marble hill in the bronx i don't care 
you are a white Dominican. Both your parents are white Dominican. Let's move on. So after that debacle, right? During that time, apparently B. Simone and the baby were in communication with each other on a friendly tip, but B. Simone was doing prior to him getting with Danny Lay, um, was putting her bid in to be, you know, the baby's number one main squeeze. It did not work out. So all that mammying didn't get her anywhere. So what's the next best next best thing? She befriends the woman that he's involved with even though he calls her a certified side chick um so this happens a lot more than you y'all think let's say you have a thing for a guy right you're a woman you have a thing for a guy the guy has only showed friendship kind of vibes towards you and then he starts dating someone who you know but don't know very well and the woman befriends the new chick in his life I guess to just find another way to insert herself into his life it happens more often than not I forgot the name of it it's like a syndrome of some sort but yeah that's what B. Simone was trying to do and then she came to lay it on even thicker she has this cringeworthy video of her just praising Danny Lay about how beautiful she is, how talented she is, how much of a good singer she is, how pretty her hair is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really laying it on thick and being very anti-black because she was putting, in her words, um, black woman or excuse me, Hispanic Latino woman on a pedestal in comparison to black women, which is ridiculous for so many reasons so that happens a bunch um unfortunately it happens a lot it happens with men putting hispanic latina women on the pedestal some women do it it's quite disgusting but anyways there was a cringeworthy video of her in a car with her friends talking about how Latino women have the upper hand and anyway all that ass kissing got her nowhere because guess what this Danielle Bonlay decided to use her upper hand to push B. Simone off her own shell look at God anyway so B. Simone is on Wild now. She's on a lot of things, actually. She has a new TV show, and I want to see BET Plus. But, you know, B. Simone is never not working. And one episode of Wild and Out, she was asked not to show up because Danny Lay requested it. This girl that you thought you were cool with, Miss Yeti Bone, doesn't want anything to do with you. Now, here's the thing. There might have been a lot of things behind the scenes. A lot of things we didn't see. Maybe B. Simone overstepped her boundaries when she was friends with the baby. And when he was messing with Danny Lay. We don't know. Um, the fact of the matter is. Um, she decided she didn't want anything to do with you. And she used the powers that be. 
to allow you to not collect a check for a day. So here's the problem. Danny Lay, people know who she is. She's kind of infamous now for the whole the baby thing. And at the end of the day, people, depending on who you are, know who B. Simone is. But definitely B. Simone is a lot better. How can I put this? She's well, a lot more well known than Danny Lay because she's on TV because she does a lot of comedic stuff because she has a lot of things popping for her so the creator of wild and out who is nick cannon went along with this he went along with the fact that danny lay did not want her to be on the episode and decided to ask her not to be on the episode so you're gonna allow some fly by night, very thinly vocaled pop star to tell you what to do with your employees? Cause that's what the Wild and Out cast is to Nick. That's his employees. You're gonna let her, someone who's not funny, who has a very lukewarm kind of talent and is only infamous for being a baby mama to a slightly just slightly more talented rapper you're gonna allow her to dictate your employees that's messed up if i was b simone well here's the thing b simone is not a victim here she literally put this woman this subpar woman on a pedestal kissing her ass and it's like I say kissing ass only leaves you with sore lips and hurt feelings there's never in the handful of times I try to kiss people's ass and be like overly doing too much it always bit me always bit me in ass at the end because it's not who I genuinely am and at the end of the day, who wants to be groveling over someone who's not going to give you that same attention, right? So yeah, B. Simone is not a victim in this. She just she just kind of found herself in a situation where she got played. <laughs> and that's basically it. I will tell you one thing though. I'll tell you I almost tripped and fell sorry <laughs> anyways I'll tell you one thing now um, if this was a different scenario if we were diff- dealing with people who weren't on a professional level and you fucked up their money you get your ass beat if you were dealing with Cardi B you would get your ass beat because Cardi B still has cases out on her and this is this is from something with Offset where he was dealing with some strip excuse me dealing with a woman who was not his wife at the time and Cardi B was like oh nah and he basically she basically got those women beat up so imagine if you're doing something like this to Cardi B you stopping a check 
you fucking with their money you get your ass beat and lord knows Danny Lane does not need any more ass beating in her life cause her brother got her brother trying to defend her honor got his ass beat so the last thing he needs or she needs excuse me is another ass whooping uh, ass whooping given to her or ass whooping given to anyone in her family y'all life has beat you up enough quite honestly but yeah Danny Lee is very very lucky that she's dealing with different types of people because if this was the hood and you told and you stopped somebody money bro it would have been over it would have been completely and totally over no one everyone's a loser here be simone Ugh, i keep getting interrupted by people asking me stupid questions excuse me but yeah if this was a hood she would have gotten her ass beat stopping people's checks that's never a good thing and this has th- thankfully never happened to me but one day i got fired from a job because this dumbass manager wanted to lie on me and say oh yeah she wasn't fulfilling x y and z which a i was fulfilling everything and b this manager came to our site three hours late he was completely unprofessional and a bunch of other things but the funny thing is months later i've moved on i'm on a new program i got a new job why did this knucklehead try to friend me on linkedin it took everything in my power to not curse him out completely oof because you know it's linkedin you gotta be kind of professional you can't just be out here just cursing people out and telling people that their mama's fat and they don't got no you know they don't have no respect for you and a whole bunch of other stuff you can't do that <laughs> not on linkedin facebook you can get with it away with it instagram probably not even anymore because instagram's cracking down but sheesh linkedin you gotta be professional on linkedin anywho there's no winner in this in this scenario b simone may have been paid only because she was booked for that day and they at the end of the day told her not to show up so if you booked and you're willing to show up and they cancel on you depending on your contract you still get paid so maybe she still got that coin for the day but she definitely is not a winner because she mammied and groveled and ass kissed her way out of working a day danny lay you're still butthurt sweetie that man don't want you he does not care you god forbid me for saying this you were road hard and put back wet and then you wanted to talk about black women and how um according to one of the cons- um the correspondents at radar online she basically said that danny lay was like telling her how black women are jealous of her because she's dating a black man and all that stuff. yeah you don't win either because you played a game and got played yourself you thought you were special but you were just a warm wet hole to entertain a subpar rapper but you have a cute little girl because of it so you know i guess you got something out of it girl 
and the baby is not a winner at all because he's just not. Danny Lane thought she was going to get a come up, thought she was going to be the next Bay and Jay-Z, but sweetie, you have to actually date someone who has a net worth, not some rapper who has a couple of hits. Let that man solidify himself in the rap community first. My God, you're better off with Lil Baby. At least he raps on beat. Sheesh. But anyways, yeah, everyone's a loser here. So, welcome to another edition of New York is a New Florida, where we talk about stories that you would assume come out of Florida because they're so outlandish and ratchet, but actually, it's right here in New York City. Actually, this story is not in New York City. It's from our neighboring state, New Jersey. I know, I'm, I'm kind of striving away from New York, just for this moment, just for this moment. Because this one is so fucking outlandish, dude. Okay, so this guy from, I think they say Bergen County, New Jersey, had the sheer audacity to defecate and urinate, well, just urinate actually, on his deceived, deceased wife's grave, who he divorced 40 plus years ago. And he got caught in 4K, child. Unbelievable. So I'm getting this story from NewJersey101.5.com. I'm just going to read the article and leave some commentary at the end. Article is titled, New Jersey man caught urinating on ex-wife's grave in Hudson Valley, New York. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't know that. So the story is kind of quasi-New York because this poor woman is buried in Hudson Valley, but the people are actually from New Jersey. So it works out. Look at God. Anyway, getting into the article. A New Jersey family is seeking justice after discovering their late mother's ex-husband, a resident of Bergen County, has repeatedly urinated on her grave not far across the state border in New York's Rockland County. Michael Murphy of Dumont had set up a video camera to see who was desecrating his mother's final resting place after he and his siblings found several deli counter style plastic bags of feces he did defecate i knew it <laughs> left on linda torello's grave at tappan reformed church cemetery off old tappan road a 68 year old bergenfield man was ticketed for public urination by orangetown police just after 6 a.m on september 18th according to rockland county district attorney's office the man whose name has not been publicly confirmed had been married to Torello for about a year, more than four decades ago, according to Murphy, and one of his sisters, Renee Eichler Berrigan. Torello died in 2017, according to her, her obituary. And then there's a video inserted into the article. Thank you all for your prayers this week. We finally were able to identify and take an action against the person that was desecrating my mom's grave. Sadly, it's my birth father that had pulled away from the family in 1976, Berrigan wrote in a post on her own Facebook page with a link to the Daily Voice report. 
Not only had the 68-year-old man urinated at the cemetery four days in a row, but his current wife was apparently with him, waiting in their SUV as he did so, as seen on video footage taken by Murphy. Don't care how much animosity you have. Should never happen, Murphy said in a separate Facebook video to his personal page. He also voiced hope for a Linda's Law to try to discourage such desecration in the future by stifling potential penalties. Oh, child, this is just too much. First of all, driving from New Jersey to New York, it ain't for the week, depending on which direction and which area of New Jersey or New York you're going to. It ain't for the week. It's one of those things that takes a lot of time, but not only a lot of time, you have to take in consideration tolls. So you mean to tell me this man and his current wife, who's, ugh, how, ugh, we'll talk about her in a little bit, but how do you pay all these tolls, go across state lines to defecate on someone's grave that you divorced 40 plus years ago? And you're deranged, deranged. <laughs> you're estranged. Well, he is deranged, but you're estranged from the family. You're not talking to your kids, clearly. You are in a whole new relationship. And you mean to tell me that you still have enough animosity towards this woman for whatever reason? to crap and piss on her grave. Bruh, this is what I'm talking about. Why? Who? What? I don't know what's going on with these men, but they are unhinged. Not only that, not your new wife in the SUV just hanging back. Bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? You think he ain't gonna do the same shit if you die? This is what I'm talking about. This is what I was referring to when um, women think they're the exception to the rule. If you see him treating another woman like shit in this particular instance, literally, you think you're going to be any different? You're not. You most motherfucking certainly are not. And the fact that you would participate, I don't care if you're in the car or you're standing next to him or you're holding his dick while he's peeing on the grave. You are still a participant because you were there. You see it happen. You didn't step back and say, wow, this is some fucked up shit. I'm not, no ma'am. I'm not being a part of this. I'm divorcing this crazy motherfucker. No, you sitting up there, probably got your feet on the dashboard, on your phone. I don't know what the fuck she was doing in the car, but she, she was there. She was in the car allowing it to happen. No audacity of this man to just poop and shit on in fucking deli counter bags and leave him on a. This woman couldn't even get rest from this man in in her final resting place. And that's just that's the saddest part. Um, some person I find or follow on Instagram posted this story which brought it to my attention but also 
I um she was talking about how people have ties or soul ties on people. I don't know how true this is or not, but her explanation was even in death, someone can have such a hold on you that you would react this way. I have a problem with that because it's like it's still it sounds like you're still putting the blame on a dead woman for a man's actions. How'd that work? And I know she's speaking in general in terms of, you know, this could be, you know, soul ties. This could be a different scenario. This could, the roles could be reversed. It could be a woman doing this to a man's grave. But in this instance, yeah, that's just too much. Imagine knowing that your father, even if you're estranged from him, the guy that was instrumental in you being here in terms of donating his sperm, that is, was doing this to your mom. Bro, I know they want to do it the legal way. They did put up a camera. He was caught in 4K. Um, so, but the, the fine isn't hefty enough. You got a ticket for public urination. First of all, that's, what do you call it? You're, you're literally defacing a tombstone. I'm pretty sure there's a law against that in this. At least there should be. They said in the article they were trying to pass Linda's law, which would definitely create a heftier fine in regards to it. It's just too much. Why would you do this? Why would you, as a woman, sit back and let your husband do this? Why would you marry a man who would do this? Listen, they know who to fuck with because I would not even bother reporting this to the the police or anybody because I knew the the fine or the punishment would not be hefty. I would have the recording. I would keep the recording of him doing that, right? But then I would go and whoop his ass. I'd find out where he lives. I'd knock on that door. As soon as he open it, lights out, motherfucker beat the shit out of him I would beat the shit out of him so bad that he wouldn't have enough shit to put on my mom's grave how about that I wouldn't beat up the woman though I just mush her in the face I'll, I'll just sun her in the, in the fucking forehead Um, if you don't know what sunning is it's basically when you take your fingers and you just push somebody's face you just kind of mush them with your fingers instead of using your whole hand you're using your fingers but I only did that once in my life um but we won't talk about that situation but yeah imagine having such a hold on a nigga that he's still doing stuff like this bruh couldn't have been my mom i'm sorry i'm beating the shit out of him or i'm paying somebody to do it i don't give a fuck it's just disgusting That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.